Blog Talk Radio. This is Clarence Cloverleaf, welcoming you to Cloverleaf Radio. Remember, you can always dial in at 646-716-4378. We call to watch your language, please, as we are an all-ages program. But we would be delighted if you would sign up for a Blog Talk Radio account, should you so desire, as it will keep you connected with us. And you can always download the newest episodes for free. You're listening to Jimmy Falcon and Grim Lena from the gorgeous ladies of wrestling on the Cloverleaf Radio Network. Hey, this is Jay Zu Garcia from Nightmare on Elm Street. Hey, this is Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Mormon Giant. This is Ann Casey, the retired U.S. woman wrestling. Welcome, welcome, man. Hey, this is Cowboy Bob Orton. You beat W. Hey, this is Chuck. I'm your sponsor, Bill Chico. This is Ray Zero. Hey, this is Steve Williams. All righty, we are back for another exciting edition of Global Radio. I am the host of the most Jimmy Falcon. Not sure if my co-host Rimlina is going to be here, but our special guest is here, Del Wilkes, the Patriot, the real Patriot, the original Patriot. How's it going, brother? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Things are going good. Good to uh, see you starting to be out and about again. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's good to be out and about again. I uh, When I got out of the business due to the, the injuries that ended my career, uh, there were a lot of other things going on in my life at the time, and I literally just fell off the earth when it comes to pro wrestling and just uh, disappeared. Uh, but here, a few years back, um, I got remarried, and my wife, Kathy, was very instrumental in introducing me to social media uh, with Facebook. Um, Steve Austin was very instrumental in getting me or introducing me to Twitter and how to use Twitter and the importance of a Twitter account. Uh, and uh, and then, of course, we started work on the documentary a few years ago of my career. And that uh, those things combined just started opening doors for me to get back out and about and to make appearances and do things where I could uh, get back out and be seen again and, and be a part of the business again and associate with the great fans uh, in pro wrestling. So we're enjoying it. We're excited about uh, what we're doing now, and, and the fact that we're again part of uh, the pro wrestling team. Well, that's very cool. You know, sometimes, I mean, people get burnt out with wrestling just like anything else. I mean, so it's sometimes it's good to take some time off and just kind of be with your family and stuff. Well, uh, you know, when I retired, it, it, it happened rather abruptly and rather quickly due to the the nature of the injuries that I was dealing with. So obviously I had to deal with those things. And um and then also too, and I've you know, I've been very transparent about this and uh, very open. Um, I try to make sure that I am an open book and, and say, look, this is me, this is what I went through, this is what I dealt with, this is where I'm here now. But after the injuries and at least getting those injuries addressed and the surgeries that were needed 
Of course, I, I was in the um, throes of a horrible, horrible addiction with prescription pain medication that really, really just had my life spiraling out of control and just created a lot of awful negative things in my life that happened. And so I was in no condition had I wanted to. I really wasn't burnt out on the business. It's just that I physically was unable to continue to perform and work. And then you couple that with the career-ending injury with the addiction I was going through at the time and the, the years that that was a part of my life and, and the places that took me. I was in no place to, to do anything. And uh, But, um, you know, been clean mouth since 03, and, and uh, I sort of took my time getting back into the business, but I'm glad I'm there. I've said all that to say that I'm glad I'm once again a part of, uh, of pro wrestling and, and being out. Well, absolutely. I mean, I know, uh, you know, thinking back to what, right about the time I started watching wrestling was when you were in the, the WWF. And it's just, I really enjoyed uh, the character and the gimmick. And, you know, it was surprising to see you kind of abruptly leave. But, I mean, they call wrestling fake, and that, you know, the injuries prove it's not. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I was discussing that with someone today. It really, really, as I'm sure anybody that's ever made a nickel in the business, uh, it irritates me beyond no end for somebody to refer to what we do as fake. I mean, look, we're the first to admit that it's entertainment. Uh, we know the we know the outcome. You know, we know what's going to happen when we go out there. We know typically how long it's going to take for us to make it happen, and we know everything that's going to happen from start to finish. But to say it's fake is just uh, it's stupid. It really is. Uh, we're athletes uh, that work very hard. We train very hard. And uh, we put our body through very, very tough things and very hard things. And you deal with injury. And uh, some guys are fortunate to never have to deal with them. Uh, and then there's guys like myself who have severe injuries that, that end your career. So they're as much a part of the business as boots and ropes and drop kicks and forearms. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a part of the business that you have to deal with. Absolutely. And I was curious, um, you know, some of your well, some of your fondest memories were of your time in the in the World Wrestling Federation. Well, I, you know, I've got great memories from every place that I stopped along uh, throughout my career, um, and obviously, being a part of the WWF was was uh, was a great memory as well. I mean, it's a you know, it's the premier wrestling company on, on the face of the earth. I mean, it's uh, you know. It's it. That's the grandest stage. Um, of course, it was the WWF when I was there, now WWE. But, um, you know, I, I practically knew everybody there before I got there because all of us, even though we work for different companies, our careers crossed paths at some point. And, and uh, so I knew a lot of guys there prior to getting there. But it was good to be there. It was good that uh, my timing was perfect in going there. I had an opportunity in the early 90s to go to work for Vince. But um, I just had other obligations at the time, and it just wasn't the right timing at that point in time in my career. But when the opportunity presented itself uh, again in 1997, uh, it was perfect timing at that point in time. Uh, I walked right into an angle with Brett. Brett, uh, at that point in time, was the top heel in the company, and he was on this anti-American campaign and this anti-America rant and that he was going through and had turned on the American people. Well, what a perfect uh, foe to walk in, but a guy wearing a red, white, and blue mask, red, white, and blue boots, red, white, and blue trunks, tights, 
and he's waving old glory. And it was just perfect timing uh, with what was going on in the company at that time. So couldn't have walked in at a better time. Absolutely. You know, there were some of the best superstars at that time. Of course, you mentioned uh, someone I've had the great honor of interviewing Stone Cold Steve Austin. He is just one of a kind as an athlete and as a person. Yep. I, uh, I've known Steve since our d- days in WCW together. And uh, when he was stunning Steve Austin and he was part of the Hollywood Blinds with Pillman. And uh, even then, it was obvious Steve was a special talent. A uh, hard worker, a good worker, good bump taker, uh, good interview, good promo. But, you know, it was also, too, at that time, uh, you know, and we talked about it, Steve and I did, when we were in WCW. I was unhappy uh, being where I was at in WCW. I signed a three-year deal with them, and I'm about two years into it, and I'm just unhappy. The direction of the company is is now totally different than what it was when I signed. And Steve and I had several conversations together about being unhappy. As a matter of fact, the day they fired him, we were in Orlando taping for our syndicated show at MGM Studios there in Disney World. And uh, he come by my room that night and said, you're not going to believe what just happened to me. I said, what's going on, man? He said, Bischoff just fired me. And those famous last words, there's a million guys out there with blonde hair that wear black tights and black boots. You're nothing special. I think was basically what Bischoff told him, and uh, how'd that turn out? I'd say it turned out pretty doggone good for Steve. So, yeah, it's uh, just a special talent. And fortunate throughout my career to be able to work with a lot of guys like that, not only in WWF, but in WCW, in Global, AWA, All Japan. So uh, very, very fortunate that uh, got, got to work with a lot of great, iconic talent throughout my career. Absolutely. You know, I usually uh, try to strain away from certain things, but I was curious, you know, noticing that uh, Tom Brandy is now going by the Patriot, what your uh, what your uh, opinions were on that, of course, now that you're especially getting back into the swing of things. Well, let's see. Where can I start? Disgusting, despicable, fraudulent, liar, fake, um, a mediocre talent that's had to make money the last seven or eight years off someone else's coattail, uh, could I be more specific about how I feel? Uh, Low-life scumbag, uh, dirtbag. Uh, let's see, where else can I go with that? Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel about it. And um, what's so disgusting about it is you would think that the guy would have enough pride about himself. I know I'm that way, and I think most people that I know in the business are that way. I could never pretend to be someone else. I'm selling myself short when I do that. I'm saying to self, hey, self, I'm not good enough to create a character and to get that character over. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fraudulently present myself as a character that was over with the people, and the people really, truly got behind, and I'm going to present myself as that guy. Now, he took pictures of me and sold them as himself. I think he did a shoot interview here seven or eight years ago, and why, I don't really know. I thought you had to have a career for someone to really be interested in doing a shoot interview with you. But he did a shoot interview, and on the cover uh, was a picture of Del Wilkes as the Patriot, not Tom Brandy. Uh, a lot of the wrestling fans that I've talked with over the last few years here have become very suspicious of Tom and this Patriot character. And so they would see him at shows, and they would literally ask him, hey, are you Del Wilkes? And the response they get back is, yeah, I'm Del. 
As a matter of fact, this is how low it is. I had a lady contact me about seven or eight months ago and sent me pictures of her son sitting in the lap of the Patriot. And she said, I just want you to know something. She said, my son was born seven or eight years ago, obviously after you had retired from the WWF. But now that you're back out working the independent shows, we've showed my son YouTube videos of you when you wrestled in Japan and things of that nature, and he's fallen in love with you. He is a huge Patriot fan now. So it was a great honor for my son, who was suffering from a disease that could possibly take his life at an early age. It was a great honor for him to get to meet you in Altoona, Pennsylvania, or somewhere like that. And thank you for taking the time for posing with a picture with my sick little joy. And I had to tell that mom, ma'am, that's not me. That's not who you think it is. Now, you may, may not want to tell your son that and bust his bubble. I wouldn't want to do that to him. But I want to smarten you up and let you know that's not the guy that worked in WWF. It's not the guy that worked in Global. It's not the guy that worked in WCW or All Japan. That's the guy that has fraudulently taken on my character, my identity, and passing himself off as such. As a matter of fact, they even see where he took my biography, my career, step by step, and every company I worked for, and he attached it and took it on his own. So the guy's just through and through, nothing but a liar. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, it's basically like the doink syndrome. You think you can go out and look like anything and, and be someone, and it is disgusting because he's billed as, as the former WWF Patriot, and you know, I guess if he wants to do his salvatory, sincere crap or whatever, I guess, you know, that's one thing. But trying to be someone else completely is, is just, like you said, it's, it's gross. Yep, just a total lack of creativity, total lack of talent, on top of a lack of morals, on top of a lack of any kind of scruples or anything like that. Well, uh, you know, Dell, you mentioned you have the documentary. Uh, would you like to tell us about that and what uh, else is coming up for you in the future? I sure would. Um, the documentary's been out now probably seven or eight months, and um, I was approached a couple of years ago by a guy named Michael Elliott uh, at Elbow Docs or Elbow Productions, and he had done uh, quite a few other documentaries on Magnum TA, Ivan Koloff, uh, Jimmy Valiant, uh, Crockett Promotions, Magnum TA, The Rock and Roll Express. And uh, he said, look, he said, uh, you were literally my favorite wrestler as a teenager, as a kid when I was growing up, and I'd be honored to be able to put a documentary together about not only your wrestling career, about your life, uh, you know, your career as a football player at the University of South Carolina and everything in between. And um, and I was honored that he want, would want to do that. So we started to work on it, and uh, we were able to include an awful lot of other good uh, wrestlers throughout my career that had been instrumental in my career uh, and make them a part of it as well. Buff Bagwell's on there, Marcus Bagwell, uh, Bobby Fulton, my tag team partner in Japan, Jackie Fulton, Greg Gagne, Stan Hansen, Bill Apter, George South, uh, some of the guys I played football with at South Carolina, including the 1980 Heisman Trophy winner, uh, my former teammate, George Rogers. So we've got a, just a lot of great, great superstars on there. It's a three-disc set. It's over seven hours of viewing. And one of the discs is, is basically completely devoted to some of the best matches you'll ever see from all Japan. And, uh, and then it just it, it covers my entire life. Uh, we take you through a tour of, 
williams Bryce Stadium, where I played football at. I also take you through a tour of sort of my uh, trophy room there at the house with, with the numerous different plaques and trophies that, that I uh, won throughout my career in football or wrestling and just a lot of great memorabilia. And uh, we're very, very pleased with, with what we were able to put together, what Michael was able to do. And then just the, the, the response that we've had to it has been phenomenal. Uh, we have literally uh, mailed those things out all over the world. Uh, I was at a, a show in Spartanburg, South Carolina over the weekend and uh, sold a, a, a ton of them. And uh, so we sell them off my website, which is www.dellthepatriotwilts.com. And you can get the DVD there. You can get masks. You can get pictures. Uh, you can get cards, wrestling cards, football cards from my career. Uh, you can get all those things, and we'll autograph them for you. We'll mail them to you. And all prices are on there, and those prices for the DVD plus shipping and handling, and the shipping and handling prices are on there as well. So uh, we've been very, very pleased with the response that we've got through the website, and not only through the website, but when we do make uh, personal appearances and appearances at autograph signings and things like that. And also, too, through the website, you can follow where I'm going to be. Uh, you know, check out if we're going to be in your area and when we're going to be there and at what event we will be attending. So um, we, uh, we're we just pleased with the great response that we got from the wrestling fans. We, we started a, a Kickstarter campaign to help finish off this project, and our goal was to raise $3,500. Well, we raised $6,000 uh, as wow. a result of the, the generosity of the wrestling fans. And what it allowed us to do is we originally were just going to do a two-disc set for this DVD and this documentary, but that extra money allowed us to do a third disc, and it allowed us to interview more people, uh, you know, that the fans would recognize names that they certainly are familiar with, and include them on the DVD. So everything we raised above the 3500 not one penny of it went into anybody's pocket. It went right back into the project and made a good project even better. So we're extremely proud of it. Well, that is great, Dal. You know, it's great to hear your you're back out there doing stuff. I really appreciate this interview so much. Thanks for being a great worker as well and making my childhood great. Well, I appreciate that as too. I appreciate those comments. Thank you. Glad to do the show. And again, to your listeners, we want to thank them for uh, you know their support. Wrestling fans are the most loyal fans on the face of the earth. They they never forget you and they remember so much. So many of the minute details. And we thank them, and again, I uh, would like to direct them to um, com, where you can get our DVD and other autographed memorabilia. Absolutely, Dal. Thank you so very much again for joining us. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night. Thanks, man. You have a good one. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. All right, well... It was great to finally get to talk to Dell Wilkes, the original Patriot, the real Patriot from the World Wrestling Federation. Of course, uh, having some pretty harsh words for uh, Tom Brandy, who likes to call himself the former WWF Patriot on the indie scene. Anywho, uh, looks like we are going to be back on March 3rd with actress Lori Cardell. Dr. Sarah Bowman from Day of the Dead, March 4th, Season 3, Episode 20, The Hollywood Connection. Justin Shankaro, actually that's Season 4, Episode 20, idiot. Justin Shankaro returning from Recess, uh, Hey Arnold, Z Nation, uh, March 6th, 
Santiago Cirillo from The Walking Dead. Of course, she's going to be at this year's SoCon in Mattoon, Illinois. March 8th, actress Carmi Selwak. And March 10th, Petra Lowe from The Hell Until the Day I Die. ABC The Death 2. And much, much more. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We will see you the third. Have a great night.